Welcome to Go Home Heat, an NXT podcast, a wrestling version of an NXT podcast, and we are to talk about my favorite show, Common Thread, The Way. The Way. Was a common thread in this thing. Um, Johnny and Theory wind up going... They're going to see the greatest man, the greatest... uh, Manager in sports entertainment right now. Yeah, general manager in sports entertainment of all time. William Regal. William Regal. And they get in there, and lo and behold, Scarlett's in there. Uh-huh. And Johnny thinks that this, that you know, you got time for everybody else. You don't have time for me. He acts offended. He pitches a hissy fit. Um, he slyly takes a, I believe he slyly took a set of brass knuckles off of William Regal's desk that would show up later in the evening. Uh-huh. Theory awkwardly, ignorantly, um says to Scarlett, are those things real? Yeah. Um, Obviously referring to her elongated fingernails. Right, which are actually on the outside of her gloves. Yes. So in theory, he should have put two and two together there. But we all I've never seen anything like that. May I touch them? Yes. Which was so weird. It was so funny. It was because of her fingernails being like such a huge part of her character with the tarot card reading and all that. I never once thought like, this is something that's not. Yeah. I knew all along it was. Oh. Theory's an idiot. I didn't know we were going to wind up getting a match out of it. I figured that, dude. I Because I think this is the way they get. Well, they've done this with Cross several times. Is he doesn't. It doesn't matter. Face or heel. Mm-hmm. He'll he'll come after anybody. He just wants people to fight. Right. And if you, if you screw with him or you screw with her. Right. Well, this is one of the first times somebody's messed with Scarlet. Well, or no, hey, smoke show. Oh, that's Where's right. Where's your boy? Damien Priest got a whooping for that, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. Right, 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 right. Okay, so um, going back though, so that's the end of that as they storm off upset. Then Johnny, of course, goes back to the office and says, We're going to break in the door. And then Theory just knocks instead, which she says, Well, maybe that was a better idea. Mm-hmm. Regal walks up on him, and Johnny goes into this long story as to why Bronson Reed does not deserve a title yes. shot and it's very we well thought totally out. agree now that's not going to happen right yeah Regal says no yeah and by the way Sunshine over here has got a match with Karen Cross oh because of your new best friend Scarlet. Scarlet yes and then after that Johnny says that's not fair I don't know what we're going to do now to which Theory replies I didn't even want to be her best friend <laughs> So funny, dude! Oh my god! And the, so, the way themselves are such a great group. Mm-hmm. Everything about them. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry if you don't like the comedy stuff and it gets on your nerves a little bit. But if they're gonna, if you're gonna do it, they do it for me. It's it's good. Yeah, and there's the cool thing too is you have three people that are totally Jerry Lewis. Lewis, mm-hmm. although two two one of them is a very good wrestler. One of them is very very good, and Indy's coming along. Yeah, and then you have the straight man Dean. Or Candice LeRae in this right, case. Right, correct. It, it works well. Now, after Karen Cross gets into it with... Now, this is this is still a part of the common thread. However, it's also the heavyweight title picture, so I'll talk about it as well. Um, Karen gets into the ring. He gives his promo. O'Reilly comes out. Well, yeah, his promo basically is, I don't care who you are. I'm just looking for somebody to fight. Doesn't matter to me. Right. O'Reilly comes out. I'm, I'm the guy. Uh-huh. Lists his accolades. Dunn comes out. I'm the best wrestler here. 
Mm-hmm. All of which we've known, and we've kind of gone through this a little bit. This was basically what was going on when Finn had the belt. Mm-hmm. Then, of course, Finn makes his return and says, "Look, when you're done with Theory, I'm here waiting on you." Yeah. Then they don't. They jump. It all it breaks down. They all go after each other. Karen Cross clears the ring of everybody. Yes, he does. To which Theory and Johnny jump him because yes. if you're going to start with us. Johnny says, if you got a problem with him, you got a problem with me. After they manage to get the distraction in and Johnny gets the belt across the head. And I believe there's brass knuckles involved at some point. Yes, okay, yeah, exactly. And so they wind up getting over right here and and the brass knuckles come up again later. But so, again, we have a common thread along with a title belt. Mm-hmm. We're getting a title match next week. We'll also probably get more clarification as to who's going to be Mm-hmm. The next real contender. Real. Also, we've set it up for when Johnny loses that belt, where he can go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because he can get into he Johnny Tara Cards Cameron Cross. Karen Cross. Yeah. Karen Cross. That's gonna be fun. Oh, it's gonna be hilarious. You know what I mean? Along with Johnny is very good at figuring out ways to have great matches with guys that doesn't make any sense when Pretty, you look he, at him. Yes, yes. You know, and he's got three people to help. Cross oh, will yeah, have yeah. to deal with him, you know, all that other stuff. You so, can make it work. Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially with Johnny. He's creative. Yeah. Johnny and Theory, though, get out of Dodge. Oh, immediately. Now, the interesting thing is his wife is up for mm-hmm. a tag team championship in a street fight. At the end of the show, and Johnny's not even going to hang around for it. Mm-hmm. His reasoning was, this is her time to shine. Yeah, his real reasoning was, Karen Cross is about to get up off the He's ground. He's probably pissed. And then, I don't want to be here. And at some point, William Regal's going to realize I stole his property. Yes. More importantly, Cameron Cross is gonna, Karen Cross is going to be pissed. Yes. And I don't want to be around for that. No. Austin's going to take that whooping next week. Yeah, not me. I'll watch it. Uh-huh. Okay. And be but, very, very sad about it. Right. And then we go into the other portion of the way, which is Candace and Indy are in a locker room later on in the show, Aww. getting ready for the yeah. for the championship match. And she's telling Indy, you know, these girls have it coming. They've look at what they've tried to do to you with your what could have been a relationship. Yeah. With Loomis. He's no good for you, obviously, Get either. these boys off your mind. Get the boys off your mind. Loomis is lingering in Well, the... and there's a picture. First, he's got... There's a picture already drawn, like, of him hold Like, Prince is carrying her. Mm-hmm. And she hides that. And yeah. then Loomis is behind, like, behind the, uh, the Venetian, the blinds, and she turns the blinds. Of course oh, she was, does. Oh, it was perfect, dude. I'm it was. Sorry. Just so well done. He's holding roses. Yeah, and the oh. and the window gets turned down, yeah. on, so she can't see him. Oh. And so, the, okay, so that's that thing, and then we'll finish up the episode the way they did with a mm-hmm. fantastic matchup. Um, another interesting, I guess, thread through all the last few weeks was the Frankie Monet, yes, stuff chaos that she keeps causing for yeah, everybody. Right, she interrupts Katz and Carter, who are now kind of admitting that they are done with Hyun Shan, Shaw. Yeah, they've been beaten up enough. Yeah. It's okay. She injured us, so yeah. we'll move on to the tag team title picture. She can do whatever she wants to. Andy rolls up on I mean, uh, Frankie Monet. Frankie rolls up on him with dog in hand. Hey, guys. You know, you guys are adorable. Yeah. And I, I really think you do have a chance, maybe. Maybe, sort of, kind of. But no matter what, I got your back, you yeah. little cuties. Yeah. 
uh, totally belittling them. Yes. Totally big time in them. She's been doing it the whole time. She's great. Yeah. It rolls out of the picture. I roll. Another thing, though, later on in the episode, before we get to the main event, Shotzi and Ember walk to their tank to ride the tank out for the intro, which they do mm-hmm. every week. And, Fra- and uh, Frankie's dog is there. And Shotzi thinks the dog's adorable. It is adorable. Ember notices a big pile of poop. Yeah. How did such a big pile of poop come out of such a little animal? Mm-hmm. So, again, what is she causing? Chaos. chaos. Wherever she goes. Chaos. And two, it's the weird kind of chaos, right? I walk in here and I backhandedly compliment mm-hmm. the Io cha- uh, uh-huh. Slide out. I, back- I backwardly compliment Carter and Katz. Mm-hmm. I slide out. You can't be really mad at me that I lost track of my dog for a second and uh-huh. this adorable dog got in your tank and pooped. Yeah. Right. It doesn't like, matter that I fed it X-Lax and stuck it in there. Yeah. It's definitely <laughs> not like uh, in any which way but loose when Clyde would crap in the cop cars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, um, that's a Clint Eastwood reference for anybody out there. I'll tell you what. Let's just finish up talking about the street fight real quick and then we'll, well go yeah, to the rest keep, of the show. Yeah. Street fight happens... Amazing. Just tough, buddy. Tough, tough, tough. Beat, well done. Beat the holy hell out of each other. All the good spots. Shotzi went from turnbuckle to uh, ladder between barricade oh, ring onto oh. Candace. That wasn't good enough. Strategically, they built their little light poles beside the announcer's table are built with, like, you, you ever see a high dive? Mm-hmm. How cool. they'll have that one little area for... A hot diver to jump yeah. off of on the way up. Uh huh. Their lights are built like that. Yeah. And so weirdly, <laughs> yes, weirdly, right beside the announcer's table. Huh. Clever, clever product placement. Um, on brand. Shotzi gets Indy up there to the up on top of these announcer's table. She climbs it. She does a beautiful frog splash side splash mm-hmm. onto can't uh, Indy. Boom. Mm-hmm. That's very impressive. Indy was incredibly impressive in this oh, match. Oh, this is why we were best match. And Ember was really good in this match. Oh, my God, yeah. But the story's LeRae, right? And we get there. Mm-hmm. Because everything gets crazy. The ref can't keep track because Indy winds up, uh, Shotzi winds up on a table outside the ring. Indy winds up springboarding. Yes. I into just, a flying elbow outside of the ring. Out of nowhere. Just, it was... Beautiful. Yeah. And landed it perfect. Split the thing. So they're out of the picture. The ref's looking the wrong direction. Candace with the brass nuts. Which doesn't, you don't even have to look the wrong. It's a street fight. Those are legal. Correct. Correct. Didn't matter. Didn't matter. Nothing mattered. But Candace with the brass nuts. Candace with the wicked stepsister. Candace wins her first title. Everybody yes. looks like a star. It was great. You told the story throughout the whole show. Beginning to end to middle, mm-hmm. you, know, you hit on it here and there. Mm-hmm. So well done. Loved it. That's Loved how it. you do a TV show. That is. Yeah. Okay. Other th- other threads. We talk about on the other shows, we talk about having something that doesn't have to do with a belt that matters. Mm-hmm. Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes. Has a match. It's pretty good. Jake Atlas. It's squash. I like Jake Atlas. Uh, Jake, Jake Atlas was with uh, LA Knight. Oh, yeah. LA Knight. Who was his match with? His match was with. A- Ashy Heck. Ashy Heck? Dude. Oh, Ash, Asher something. Hale? Asher Hale. Asher Hale, yeah. Yeah, that he dude was, was fine. Yeah, he's, I, I see some, that dude's got some moves. Right, right. He's in the right spot, too. He, yeah. He, you know, he can learn. 
But this was kind of squashy, good enough for what it was. He has interacted, but once it's over, he has interaction with Ever Rise. Ever Rise evidently has a podcast, much like ourselves. Oh, man. He's, they're talking about that. They say, hey, this might be. He's not going to take him with him to the club, though. I think that's what they were angling for. Yeah. They have Everrise coffee cups. I think we should all get. I think so. Because uh, those guys are hilarious. Also, good team up. If we stick Everrise and Cameron together talking and stuff, mm-hmm. they're perfect for this weird. Yes. Level. We're mid-card NXT land where yeah. things are strange, right? But, so he leaves them because he's going to the club. He's got VIP. He gets to the club. Lo and behold, it's been rented out. Somebody should mention to NXT that that club down the road has a huge bouncer. Yes. Maybe he's already at the Performance Center. Can you think, Kevin? I think. Maybe. Okay, so, turns out. Who who bought a whole club for the night, Kevin? (laughs) That club had a price. It did. Everybody's got a price. Million Dollar Man rented out the club. Yeah, dude. Grimes Damn is you, Ted DiBiase! <laughs> Greatest rivalry going in wrestling. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay, then they, um, another storyline we have on this show. Introing new women's talent. Saray versus Zayden Ramir. Zayden Ramir, yeah. Zayden Ramir. Zayden Ramir was great yes, in this she match. Yes, she was. She loses, but she was great. Looks spectacular. Strong performance. She's, she's physical. She's quick. She's long. Uh, a lot of oh, she's got a lot of lot of upside. That being said, she's also tough because Saray yes. started some of those drop kicks like a quarter of an inch away from her, and straight kicked through her mouth. Dude, when she came off the ropes and ate that one, that I one was like, was, oh boy! Oh, that was, I was like, you know what night you're having? Those Japanese girls work stiff, yeah. buddy. Yeah, that's and, what like when Oscar first showed up over there. Mm-hmm. I think she was one. Was she the first one that they really had over there who was like straight up? Big time Joshi. She was pre Zane. Yeah, so so uh, Zane. Yeah, so And they she all rolled talked, in with the horsewomen too. Yeah, they all talked about how Yeah Buddy working with her right. was was different. I didn't because, know it was gonna be like that, right? She's they they work different. They work tough. Absolutely. And and Eo's the one of the bunch that doesn't necessarily work like that all the time. Like all she's the, willing to take those punches, yeah. but but still, her her moons, yeah. is the only one that looks like an attack that I've ever seen. Absolutely, everybody else looks like they're they're flying or posing. She looks like I'm trying to see if I can throw myself backwards. Yeah, and hit my knees it's on a you. bullet moon salt. Yeah, you know, also anything she does from the air looks like she's trying to hit hurt you with it right. instead of I'm trying to pose with it. Right, and, and this is. This Saray is, is maybe the most stiff. stiff of the bunch as far as like dude those kicks like you said the one where she was against the bottom rope and she Lord came over mercy. there and did like the mule double mule kick to the face jeepers creepers yeah oh like you said it's like she coiled up and extended right. through her head by about a foot right but then now she wins the match of course and. Saray being a nice girl. Come back from commercial. Zayden's laying there, dejected. Saray goes over to shake her hand. And they're back Zayden, in Gorilla. Yeah. Zayden had beaten Tony Storm the week before in a huge upset. Tony is seen, and you think, oh, beatdown's coming. Zoe cuts her off. Yeah. Won't let her go over there. Then Zoe kind of walks over. And you have this weird thing where Zoe is becoming... Like, if they have a Survivor Series, I almost expect Zoe to be the head of Survivor Series. Yes. Right? She's becoming the leader of the locker room in uh-huh. a way. 
and you're telling the story that the real rivalry isn't Storm and who she wants to fight. Because she wants to fight right now the girl who beat her last yeah. week in Zayden, but the real rivalry is Tony Storm and Zoe. Well, Zoe, get, the first thing that got Zoe over big time was, I mean, she had those two or three great matches she lost, and then she beat Tony Storm. Right. So I'm, I'm right. so excited about this women's division. Right, but look they what we've done. so much talent. Look what we've done. We told a story below. Yes! And we've introduced new talent that yes. we can also tell stories with. Mm-hmm. And th- that was in a match with only two people, and we told a story of five. Yeah. Right. So then we go along. They also have the women's title deliver, dueling promo segment, yeah. which I thought was good. <laughs> Your girl Gonzalez gives the uh, you're you've done a lot, but you're not on my level. I'm the next thing. Mercedes cut interjects with actually you're literally. They took a cookie a cookie cutter print a uh, cookie cutter version of me. Mm-hmm. And made it the champ. They turned you into me. You mm-hmm. weren't me when you got here. Mm-hmm. They saw me on the Indies. They saw me, and they said that that's what we want as our champion. And they just took you because you were on a roster. Yeah. And I'm going to show you why that is. Yeah. And then, of course, Raquel said, "Yeah, I mean, in a way, yeah, but you got to understand, I'm far above what you were. Yeah. And then, again, it's what you were. Yeah. You've been in the business. Yeah. I'm." The I'm the future and the now. Yeah. You're the then. The once and future. You're the then and the was. Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was well done. And she she even said, you know, you're the blueprint, but I raised it, implying you set that bar low. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which was good. I thought, again, we get that title match next week. Also next week, uh, Legato Del Fantasmo come out. Escobar tells the crowd that Wilder Mendoza now deserve a title shot. They get cut off with Kushida looking ready to go. Oh, yeah, dude. And he says, hey, next week, me and you, and we're getting two out of three falls, Kushida Escobar next week. The riches that we get. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Just, and also, you, you, you tag team title picture. That's a little bit of your tag team title yeah. picture. Then they also give you Champa Thatcher, Grizzled Young Vets, Banger of a just wrestling Jeez, match. Just, just stiff. Until somebody steals Baron Corbin's shoe. Oh, dude. Not that, Baron Corbin. Uh, Stu Bennett. Stu Bennett's shoe. A.K.A. Um, Bad News Barrett. Bad News Barrett. Flips it into the ring. Jumps on the apron. Because Tommaso's been a heel heel. Oh, yeah. He's also been a face face. He can do it. He can do anything. F- rolls it into the ring. Spanks the guy upside the head with the shoe, which they called it. Remember they said... There was a UK match where they chanted the whole uh-huh. "If you hate uh, Gibson, hold your shoe in the air" or something yeah. chant. So they even called it last week. Is uh-huh. what you're going to do this week for the finish? They spank him in the head with it, get rid of it. They get the pin. Obviously, this rivalry isn't over. Banger match though. Oh, it's so good. And then you also have Imperium backstage in a Zoom meeting with their boss Walter. Mm-hmm. He's furious with that tag team. He's more furious with... Alexander Wolf. Yes. Way more furious with Alexander Wolf, who actually kind of just walks out of the meeting. Mm-hmm. He won't take that anymore. Mm-hmm. So now you've you've addressed another piece of your mid-card. Alexander mm-hmm. Wolf may be drifting away into that, or he may be drifting towards... If Kenny, you put... Killian Dane and... If you make Maverick their manager, mm-hmm. and put them together, and do them like in kind of a... 
uh, Jurassic Express on steroids mm-hmm. or a New Day with mm-hmm. somebody that's not quite. Because I like watching Drake Russell. He's good at it. But he's there's only so much you can do when you're Spike Dudley's size. Yes. And, but again, you've, you're creating this tag team division. Not that long ago, we were like, well, what happened to all the tag teams in NXT? And now mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's like, it's embarrassment of riches. Yeah, we can put all this stuff in there. And it makes sense, right? Because you didn't, you threw two solo guys together in Thatcher and Champa, mm-hmm. But you threw them together for a tournament. Mm-hmm. And so the three matches built that cohesion. Yeah. And then they're still wrestling together. It wasn't what we can get sometimes where we threw them together. They immediately win the belt. And then they break up because they don't like each other anymore. Yeah. You know, it, it, this, it's, it's never that It's better plotline. It's never that it's better story. L.A. Knight, Jake Atlas. They had an okay match. I'm a little worried about L.A. Knight right now. You? Nah, not really. He talks so good, man. It's because you trust NXT. NXT more than I trust, yes. Right. Because the thing about L.A. Knight is he told you first day that he really got to talk. My matches aren't crazy great. I go out there, I'm physical. Mm-hmm. I, you know, like if you watch Stone Cold's matches, if he ain't Stone Cold, if you didn't care about the character, yeah. the wrestling isn't fantastic. No. Right? But because of who he is as a character, the wrestling matters. LA Knight will need time talking mm-hmm. to make you, yeah. to make him the lightning bolt. Yes. You know what I mean? And he's getting a little bit of that on the walk to the ring. Yeah. That'll happen more and more. Mm hmm. And I, I, I trust that it'll work yeah. out. I liked the match pretty good. You were okay with it? Oh, yeah. Okay. And then the opener. Yes. The show opened and closed with rivalries that are huge. Yeah. Now, that one rivalry at the end, it's not over. No. They ended a rivalry and intro a faction. A faction. In the first 20 minutes of the show. Yeah. You had this rivalry with Ruff, who doesn't look or expect to be in such a huge rivalry with a guy like Swerve Scott. Swerve Scott. And I like Leon. And Leon did a great job in this match. But every time... In this whole feud. Yeah. But every time I watch Swerve Scott, I see, like, guy is a superstar, dude. Dude, I thought when when, when when the match ends, I thought of you and I thought, man, he's smiling so big right now. Yeah, dude. Because the match is just banger. Uh-huh. And Swerve is beating the whole... It's, it's a false count anywhere. Swerve so beating the holy hell out of him. The spot where he takes the toolbox from underneath. Uh-huh. And obviously... And he throws the toolbox full of tools at the barricade. And it makes this huge noise. Camera work was spot on because you couldn't see that Ruff had already gone yeah. way out of the way. I'm, I hope he was way Yes. But the look on Ruff's... Cause Ruff at, sells with Ruff the look. was getting beat up badly. Yeah. But he still probably thought the ending of this is going to be somebody pinning somebody. Yeah. When Swerve throws that toolbox at his head. Yeah. In character, when his eyes go wide. Yeah. And his mouth drops open, he realizes, oh, this dude might kill me. Yeah. This like, is, this ain't about a fight. This no, no, no. I've, I've embarrassed this dude to the point. He's gone. Where he's he's going to go make, new jack on me. Yeah. He, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not wrestling Swerve right now. I'm, I'm wrestling, wrestling a really athletic new, new jack, jack for a little, for the next 10 minutes. Then he drags him backstage, beats him off all the lockers. He he rolls one of the big uh, things that carries equipment in it into his head, uh, carts, boom, into his head. Eventually, of course, he gets his ego gets the better of him. I like the use of the light to blind swerve by... So good. He's yeah. laying in front of a light. It's not on. He leans it, angles it towards. He reaches up because he can't do anything else. 
angles it towards Swerve. And when Swerve leans over to pick him up, grab him, he flips light on him and he's blinded. blinded. Which gives him a huge advantage. Yes. That that spins out to where he hits a cutter. Doesn't get the pin. He hits a second cutter. Swerve falls out of the ring. Yeah. Hits a third cutter. Swerve bounces and somehow makes it look, all of this looks great. Somehow manages to roll over the barricade. Uh-huh. He could have gone for the pin there. He should have won in that moment. Ego. Ego. He sees the ladder. I got to make this big time. This is going to be, this is going to be so big when I hit this splash. Or this cutter. Yes. And he goes up there. And jumps, and what do we know? Swerve's got a faction. Yeah, that dude who's a, who's apparently helping people find lost stuff. For the he's WWE. on the A and E. He's network. funny. He's good. I I saw him talk. I was like, man, that guy probably should be on the like. Yeah. He, he can talk. And he said something when he caught Swerve that cracked me up so bad. What would he say? You must be outside your mind. <laughs> I've never heard somebody say it like that. Yeah. Exactly yeah. that phrasing. Yeah, yeah. And then he like just just crushed him yes and i was like yes and of course of course swerve goes over yeah and then as swerve is leaving the arena we see four people not just he doesn't just have a bodyguard he's He's got got, that big guy he's got adon the adonis ashante the adonis asante the adonis yeah and a girl who I don't know, but she's strut, dude. Dude, she's eye to eye with Swerve. She's, I think she's bigger than Swerve. Her shoulders right. are right. And so we have a faction, and we we have in this on this show uh-huh. we have the way, uh-huh. which is a male and women in faction, uh-huh. both competitive in the division. Now all of a sudden we have Swerve. He's got a female in his in his mm-hmm. faction. I love it. I love it. I love the big guy. I love the fact that you got Tian Shaw too. If they ever really. What they do next with them, they got Boa, who's If he ever decides to wrestle. Wrestle again, yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought, dude, I can't say enough about how much I really enjoyed this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, now, Diamond Mine thing happened during the show. Um, I don't know. We, nobody knows who that is yet. Yeah, who do They're you think? just him fighting. I don't know. Once they said Tessa Blanchard wasn't it, and then they started giving you angles to let you know it's probably a guy. Mm-hmm. I thought at first it was a guy and a girl, but now I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Diamond Mines sounds like one dude's name, not a faction. I don't know. It's a good faction name. Yeah. Okay, here, let's go back real quickly to the Swerve match, and we'll wrap this up. Mm-hmm. The beautiful thing is Swerve is a size that gives him issues kind of to win a championship championship belt. Mm-hmm. Right? That's why Sean said, I need I need Diesel. I, well, at that time, he needed Vinny Vegas. Yes. <laughs> but that's, Vinny Vegas. <laughs> yes. Oz? That, yeah, yeah, Oz. He saw Oz and thought, that guy's, that got, guy's got, got it. championship written all over him. <laughs> I could do a feud with that guy that'll last infinity. Um, but giving him a faction, letting him show both character, that means yes. I can be a champion, and leadership in a heelish quality. Mm-hmm. Yes, giving him backup for when things go wrong. Yeah, gives you an excuse to put him over guys like Karrion Cross. Mm-hmm. Uh, or also, you could, what you could do once Reed wins this mid card title, he gets a couple defenses. He kind of took care of Swerve in, mm-hmm. in in a feud. You could revisit that when you want Reed to move up. Yes, he can cheat and beat Reed there. Mm-hmm. Reed goes up to the main event picture. Mm-hmm. Eventually, Swerve chases him up to there. You can do it again. This is perfect for him, and it's exactly what you've been hoping for, which yeah. is for that guy. For, so from here on out, 
he just has to do things that he can do, mm-hmm. which is be impressive. Be impressive. That's all. Which it's hard to do for most people, but everything is in that guy. Dude. The fact that he's a record producer now, and that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It gives you a, it gives you a place for him to sit and be arrogant. Yes. You know what I mean? And that's why. That what makes Escobar great? Because yeah, Escobar was great, and then they did footage from this beautiful estate, yeah. right? And he's in his looking suit. Like, and looking he's, like Pablo Escobar, and man. he's drinking out of a rocks glass and mm-hmm. and he's talking Wearing to the three piece custom made like yes these are the little things that separate this company yes from other aspects of this company, company yes <laughs> it's just so loaded with things i'm interested in i don't understand. and i don't have to have it every week now no you know, like if if I'm if, if Swerve's not on next week because we got to go to something else or something else, it's fine because fine you come that. back to it in two weeks and it's yeah. great. You know, and I get, you know, what I get this next week is going to be four other plot lines that I love. Love it. And then I'll get four other plot lines that I love. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't have to have three hours. Right. I can have two hours and you can do it over weeks and months. Yes. And I'm kind of fine with it. Right, it's perfect. It's a really great wrestling show, and I, I, I even like. I'm not a huge comedy guy, but the way everything isn't too crazy out of the box. Yeah, you know what I mean. I didn't see anybody's butt crack. No, you didn't see a rose shoved up somebody's butt. No, Kevin. No, it's just even. You know, I just love the show. Okay. Yeah. For my man Justin, for me. KP, this has been a Go Home Heat production, copyright 2020. Check our friends out at the GIN Project, the G-I-N-N project.com. Go home. Go home.